Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 436 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. And today, we're going to be talking about things that I changed my mind on in fitness, especially this year. I think I've done this episode before and, uh, you know, maybe a couple times even about things that I have kind of taken a different stance on over the years. And I think it's important to do. It's important to kind of evolve and grow and be open-minded to different things in fitness. I think the theme of today's show really is that everything has a place. Nothing's completely garbage. You just have to know how to find the balance and uh, nothing should be the one-size-fits-all answer, the end-all, be-all. Everything does have a place. I changed my mind on. All right, everybody. Episode 436 of the podcast is here, and we're going to talk about things that I changed my mind on in fitness, as I mentioned in the intro. A little bit of a break between episodes here in the last couple of weeks. Um, one, just enjoying summertime, but two, really the main thing is that I changed podcast hosts. Uh, This is just kind of a behind-the-scenes tech type thing and uh, just changed uh, where my podcast is hosted. Nothing should change for you guys as far as where you can find the podcast or the quality of the podcast or anything like that. The only difference is just on my end where I host it and where all the files are held and uh, how much I pay. So that's pretty much it. Um, If you guys want to view written versions of these episodes as they come out, you can always do that at stoltzfit.com slash blog. And if you have a question for the show or maybe something is a little bit wonky with the podcast since changing providers, uh, you can go to stoltzfit.com slash contact and let me know there. I always put those in the description of the podcast. You can easily find them. Uh, But anywho, enough of that kind of stuff. Just had to tell you guys my reason for taking a little bit of time away. And we're back now. So like I mentioned, everything has a place. And I think that's kind of the theme of today's show is that it's really good to look at any area critically and be open-minded to changing things. What I've really realized over the years is that the fitness industry and a lot of industries, but you know, I'm in fitness, so I notice it a lot. Uh, you know, it's everything wants to be a magic bullet. Every company thinks they have the magic bullet. Every diet's the magic bullet. Every workout program is the magic bullet. Every influencer has their special way of doing things. And it's really easy to get kind of caught up in that and, you know, not really realize that it's never that way. It's really never that way. Everything has a place. There's not a magic bullet or a one size fits all uh, answer to anything in health and fitness. And I'll go over three things today that uh, I've changed my mind on the last year or so. And I think this should be helpful for you guys. Kind of a quick episode to give you guys some ideas of where my mind is at in fitness and some things that hopefully have value to you as well. Number one is cardio. You know, I got into fitness as a teen and when you're someone who's pursuing muscle gain and, you know, you want to look better, perform better, get stronger, and you kind of feel like you have a long ways to go, you realize, you know, cardio doesn't necessarily have a place in that person's training because 
it's all about muscle growth. It's all about eating more. It's all about optimizing training. Cardio, you know, is supposedly supposed to burn muscle, not help your muscle gain, and doesn't even have a place overall. You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because my goals are a little bit different. Maybe it's because I'm a dad. Maybe it's because I'm approaching 30 now. And, you know, the real deal is that it doesn't really matter if cardio is not optimal for gaining muscle because it's pretty overstated anyways, the risks that cardio that cardio has. I mean, losing muscle is pretty much taken away completely as long as you are eating enough to replace those calories you're burning with the cardio. So if you're burning an extra 200 a day and you're eating an extra 200 a day, you shouldn't be losing anything, fat or muscle really. And uh, it maybe at first could hinder recovery if you go too hard, but that shouldn't last very long if you're consistent. And really it's going to be helpful because you are going to be in better shape, better fitness to perform your workouts even better. You're not going to get winded as easy. You can do more volume probably, and you might actually gain more muscle. Uh, but you know what? It's not even all about muscle building. And that's kind of where being a dad, being 30, almost a couple years away, but getting there, that's kind of where those things come in is that you kind of realize that health and longevity should come first for everybody. And it's something that I wish I would have realized when I was younger, but there's no chance you could have told younger me that and I would actually listen. Um, but health and longevity is super important. It's not overrated at all. And maybe even the muscle gain and fat loss side of things, all the focus on the physique is a bit overrated. Health should be the thing we strive for and longevity. So cardiovascular fitness plays a huge role in that. It doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to, you know, make yourself puke or, uh, you know, run super long sprints or anything. You don't have to run marathons, but a few sessions of zone two cardio a week, which is just light to moderate intensity cardio, maybe on a stationary bike, maybe you run outside, maybe you're on a rowing machine or something like that. Uh, that's going to improve your health, your performance and help you live longer. Uh, you know, it's, it's important. Do your cardio, I guess, is the thing that I learned. And it's hard to add because when you're kind of used to not ever having to play with that variable, it kind of adds in a new wrinkle, but it's been fun. And I think that it is worth the time, effort, and, um, you know, any trade-offs, which I don't even think there are very many. All right. Number two, things I changed my mind on this year is machines. Um, I think this is kind of based mainly on my training style. So when I started training, uh, really getting into the fitness game and strength training, uh, you know, all the articles and resources around said that free weight exercises were the best. And that is true to an extent, I think still, uh, but my, you know, lifts revolved around squats, deadlift, bench press, overhead press and rows and pull-ups. And that's about it. Uh, I think those are super valuable exercises. Don't get me wrong, but I think that, you know, being in a strength training facility, working as a strength coach, my focus was there. Now my focus is a little bit more just on, like I said, health and longevity and hypertrophy. And when your training is focused on hypertrophy or gaining muscle, uh, what you really start to pay attention to is what Dr. Mike Isertail notes as the stimulus to fatigue ratio, which is essentially getting the most stimulus to your muscle that you can with the most minimal amount of fatigue to your whole system. So things like a deadlift is pretty fatiguing overall. 
you get a lot of stimulus, but you're getting a lot of fatigue as well. Something like a lat pull down isn't very fatiguing to your system and you do still get a lot of stimulus to your back. So that's kind of where that comes in. And I've really realized machines have their place and a big benefit that I didn't give enough credit to until now. This is the one that I have some feelings of regret on. I don't really regret uh, the one next, and I don't really regret the cardio thing because I think uh, that kind of came at the right time. But man, this one, just because I trained in some great gyms in the past uh, and you know, now that I live on a farm and have a home gym, I miss some of those gym machines. And I had endless gym machines and I didn't take advantage of them. Uh, I could have had some amazing hypertrophy workouts and just endless variation. But I chose to kind of stick to the barbell, uh, which, you know, maybe put me out ahead at the end of the day. I don't know, but I... Wish I would have taken advantage of those machines. Machines are great for stimulus to fatigue. They provide stability, which is really important for hypertrophy training. You don't want to be unstable because you're not able to move as much load or focus on that muscle as much. They're really easy to progress on. You can just move the little pin down to the next part of the stack or add another little plate on if it's plate loaded. Uh, They're a lot easier to progress sometimes than barbells and dumbbells because the jumps can be smaller. And really, they're great for beginners and even intermediates because of the learning curve. Learning a proper squat could take months, actually, and getting that mobility and strength and everything all optimized. But a machine, I mean, someone could do a leg press in one workout and get it perfect. Someone could do, you know, if you're talking upper body, someone could do a hammer chest press. You know, it's pretty hard to mess that up. It's stable easy to learn the form. You can easily add weight, but getting a bench press perfect or a dumbbell bench press with that stability issue, that could take some time. So these machines are super valuable as hypertrophy tools. Now, compound exercises, I still feel are really, uh, really, really valuable. And I actually base my own program around it, partly because I have a home gym, partly because I see the value in them. They're time efficient, right? Doing a squat versus a leg extension, you're accomplishing a lot of, um, I guess just damage or tension or whatever you want to call it work to the muscle with only one exercise. You're getting your glutes, your hamstrings, your quads, uh, your back, even your core. You're getting a lot with one exercise. Uh, you know, same like a barbell row, a lot of back muscles are working there versus a, uh, you know, an isolated single arm row on a machine, maybe not as, um, efficient for time. But, you know, don't be married to it. Just like I said at the beginning, everything has its place and you need to find that balance. So machines also have their place. And if you're avoiding machines just because you think you have to stick to barbells and dumbbells to make the best progress, don't do that. Enjoy your machines. Take it from someone who does not have any machines anymore. Use them. The third thing that I've changed my mind on is clean eating. And I tread lightly with this one because I am still a macro tracker. I, any client I work with, I mean, I'm having them track macros and calories if they're okay with it, because it is the thing that changes your body composition. And it's really just coming down to that. You could eat all the healthy food in the world. You could eat salads for lunch. You could eat all the 
acai berries and avocados you want, but unless you're controlling calories, you're not going to change your body like you want. And that is super important to come to the realization of, and I think a lot of people are stuck in that clean eating mentality, but also the macro tracking side of things, sometimes these people take it a little bit too far. I've been guilty of that in the past. Um, Luckily, not super guilty of it, but a little bit uh, where, you know, what you eat, it does matter. And the people who say it's just macros and calories, I think are missing a lot of benefit from nutrient-dense foods. It's not about bad foods and good foods. It's not about really clean or dirty either. So the term might not be quite right, but it does matter for how you feel and perform what, you, what you're eating. I personally feel a lot better if I'm eating most of my protein from meats, um, if I'm eating you know, maybe less dairy, less protein powders. That helps me typically for how I feel and perform. More vegetables, more fruits always help, especially fruit really makes me feel good and perform well, um, and whole grains also. So seeds, uh, nuts, whole grains, things like that that are really nutrient-dense, even though they do have a lot of calories sometimes, they do help me perform well. In the past, I would have focused on you know maybe things that could fit my macros that weren't necessarily nutrient-dense or the best for you health-wise. Uh, but I still was able to change my body because of the macros. But when you start basing 80, 90% of your diet around whole foods, you feel and perform so, so much better. And I think that one of the biggest changes I made in the past year or so was keeping my focus on micronutrients. So I'm still tracking macros and still paying attention to that. So don't get me wrong, but to look at a meal and instead of putting on your plate the lowest calorie foods, put on your plate the most nutrients, right? You still have to track your macros, so it has to fit, but don't shy away from things like nuts, red meat, um, you know, avocados, or maybe um, whole grains, beans, vegetables, juices, things like that, that a lot of macro trackers would stay away from because of the calories. But if you put the health first and eat those foods anyways, track them, make sure you hit your macros, uh, you will have more energy and get a lot of health benefits from it too, I think. So that's kind of an anecdotal one. I think it's a good concept to not become too one-sided, either only focusing on you know foods that are healthy and calling everything else dirty. I think that's not a good, uh, good approach. You need to track calories or macros and make sure you're keeping that into account, but you also need to be eating those foods for your health and longevity. So Ignoring either of those is a mistake, and that's kind of where that balance comes in. Uh, and really, I think everything here is about you know where my goals are at right now: health and longevity, uh, hypertrophy, not getting injured. All these things you really start to pay more attention to after that first few years of training and nutrition. So, I think the t- the takeaway is to not demonize anything. Don't demonize cardio. Don't demonize gym machines. Don't demonize clean eating or macro tracking, whichever side you're on. Be okay with changing your mind and being open-minded. Realize everything does have its place and there is no magic bullet. You need to have a little bit of everything and find that balance for you. And that's it. That is episode 436 of today's podcast. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Talk to you guys next time and uh, take it easy.